Yo, bring it back. Here's what you've missed on the bright side. Join in the studio this Monday morning, as we do on every Monday. Shaan and Yo, our happiness scientists. Welcome back, Shaan. Hey, thank you. The one and only number one best-selling author, TEDx speaker times two. And founder of Happiness Scientist. Head on over to happinessscientist.com to check it all out. Or even their Instagram, at Happiness Scientist. And today, we're going to talk about perfectionism. Mm, Something you know a lot about. In my head, right? Like, that's it. Yeah, yeah. You strike me as a perfectionist, Lavi. I do. I, I'm quite like uh, maybe a little bit OCD. I want to strive for that kind of excellence. Mm. Uh, mm. And then when I realized like... So it's been a lot of letting go, especially after I had my kids. I realized perfection is perfection is not that easy with kids. Mm. It's not necessarily a bad thing, or is it? Shut and tell us. Um, I guess it depends, but you know, if you think of perfectionism taken to the extreme, then it's a you know the desire to be perfect, to mm. believe that it's impossible to achieve these standards, and most of the time, if they are impossible standards that nobody can achieve then of course it has its downside, right? It generates mm. a lot of anxiety, it makes you feel like you're lousy all the time, you're not worthy all the time, and then it becomes a vicious cycle of like judgment, blame, and shame. Mm. So when is perfectionism a good thing? I guess like what Levy says, you know, you need to distinguish between per- perfectionism and excellence. Right. You know, if it's driven by pride, like you really want to do your best and you have high confidence in your abilities and therefore you're pushing for the next level, that's great, that's excellence. But if it's driven by fear of failure, fear of judgment, fear of shame, yeah, then that, that is not healthy. Because you know, in I've the long run, right, it's going to oh, degrade mm. your self-esteem. I've actually said that to my kids while mm-hmm. I'm trying to get them to tidy up the toys. Come on, take some pride in it. And my husband just laughed. He burst out laughing. Take some pride in cleaning up. Come on, take some pride in it. Put it nicely. Put your cars like, you know, align it all face the front. And my husband burst out laughing. So did it work? No. <laughs> they are Clearly fine. Not. They're, yeah. like, they're very young. I'm letting go. So w- when you've set yourself these goals, right, um, mm. when you're a perfectionist or a yeah. wannabe perfectionist, and you fall well short. That's what you were talking about with the, the disappointment. And But c- can you, are these goals fluid? I mean, should you make them fluid? Or does a perfectionist think, no, it's got to be there or yes. it's not good enough? Yes, so a perfectionist is all or nothing thinking. It's either that or nothing. So you often find them, especially like if you think about work or even students, I see this. It's like, I must hand in a piece of work and it must be this standard. If it's not, I'm not even going to turn it in. Whoa. And that could mean that you, you don't hit your goals, you, you don't meet your deadlines, right? And then with, with students, it's like, homework doesn't get done and teachers think they are, they are irresponsible, but it's just that, no, this is not up to my standard. It must look this way. Hmm. A lot of procrastination, a lot of anxiety. So yeah. is that something taking the example of what you're saying now students is that that perfectionist streak in them is that something they have um inculcated in themselves or is that because the parents have uh, kind of forced yeah quite likely it is from their environment that means that maybe from a young age the parents have demanded a certain standard of them which is unreachable and when they've made mistakes they got blamed for making those mistakes so for perfectionism like fear of failure is very great i cannot fail i cannot show up badly i cannot you know and therefore they will keep striving to get there because they want their parents to love them. They yeah. want their parents to validate them. And if the parent keeps raising those standards, then it feels like I'll never get there no mm. matter what I do. But I'm still going to try because I want my parent to care. Sounds mm. like the uh, cleaning up of toys. 
<laughs> I can safely say my kids are definitely not motivated to make me happy but for perfection for me. That's clearly not the case. I mean, hearing your example, yeah, yeah. it is not at all happening. Yeah, but you know, some parents withhold care and affection mm. when things wow. are not done their way. And that's that. how it becomes... Oh, very toxic yeah mm-hmm. so how do we manage this we're going to be chatting more with Sha'an in just a little while yes. on off air on Facebook Live we're just talking about how this can seep into our relationships and mm. this idea of control yes correct so like perfectionism a lot of it is about control mm. like if I want to reach a certain standard I need to be in control mm. and if you have your partner and you say you need to be at this standard and it's like you're trying to control another human being and we know mm-hmm. how well mm-hmm. that's going to go <laughs> what, what if you uh, what if the two in the relationship are both perfectionists? Oh, yo. They'll probably drive each other to the wall. I mean, right. I, I think I think a lot of communication needs to happen, like to mm. be upfront and say like, you know, I'm this kind of person, this is what I... And if right. they're both mutually agree- in agreement, I guess it's okay. La. But I, I, I've seen relationships where they're both like that. Mm. And in the long run, it can be very... Uh, com- it, there's a lot of conflict. Mm, really? And especially if the standards expected of each other, number one, are too high and they're also different for different things. Right. Right? And then you like expect this to be here mm. and then the other person is expecting that, but then you don't talk. And that's also wow. very scary. Yeah. Because right? even wow. within a relationship, there are so many things that could potentially go wrong when it comes to perfectionism, like household standards, you know, yeah. hygiene, parenting, yeah, uh, keeping exactly. your pet... Um, you know, going out or, you know, how you even manage conflict. I yeah, think all exactly. those finances, oh gosh. I mean, at the workplace as well, right? Imagine you have a, a colleague who has high levels and perfectionists and you're like, okay, I'm just going to hand this in 80% draft mode just mm. to get a sensing. And they're like, no, you cannot. <laughs> you know, I mean, there are people who do that. Or you have a, a, a boss who, who demands perfection. Mm. Then you also continually feel anxious. Right, because mm. no matter what you do, it's just not. You feel like you're there. falling short of yeah, those expectations. Yeah, always. And, and, right. and mind you, I will tell you that the standard is probably already high. Yeah. <laughs> um, on that note, right? So, what are the traits you know in a perfectionist that we should look out for, especially when that sense of perfectionism is going to be harmful to that person and also mm. to those around them? Yes. Okay. So, number one is that we mentioned this before: all or nothing thinking. I will never accept anything less than perfect. <laughs> And so there's like, there's no gray zone, okay? Number two, they have a fear. Their fear is fear of failure, fear of judgment, fear of shame. And so that fear drives them more than anything. Mm. You see, the person who's not perfectionistic, you're driven by pull Mm. or a a drive for pride and excellence, Mm. which is different because you want to do your best, but you're also okay to accept that sometimes you can't have that. Mm. We, We understand that struggles and failures are part of a journey and a process. And then the third characteristic is you're highly critical of yourself. It always is your fault if something doesn't meet the standard. Mm. Yeah, and of course in relationships sometimes you blame the other person. Uh. Yeah, and then procrastination, mm. right? Just like we say, you don't turn up to work, you procrastinate. If I look at that, I can't meet the standard. I yeah, don't do first. But then that adds up. Imagine you have so many things on your to-do yeah. list. Mm. Yeah, so there are these are some of very familiar yeah, traits. Yeah, yeah. Gosh. The procrastination yeah. thing. Yeah, <laughs> especially. Or, I mean, it's very all or nothing, like you said. You know, I'm either going to do it very well or I don't want to do it because I don't want to yeah. face judgment or disappointment in myself, yeah, even. Yeah. Yeah, Gosh. I just procrastinate because I procrastinate. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you're, you're perfect at procrastinating. Uh, kinda. <laughs> kinda. So, what can we do to create a good balance between pursuing excellence and not letting the chase for perfection? 
perfection like go out of control mm. yeah yeah i think you know if we're very hard on ourselves then i think we need to practice a bit of self-compassion like just remind ourselves you know um i'm doing the best that i can given the resources that i can and especially in the workplace context you know i I'm going to hand this in even if it's not perfect because somebody else on my team, you know, needs this. So I think a lot of self, uh, uh, you know, assurance, self-kindness. And then, of course, you know, not comparing yourself to others. You know, sometimes you tend to compare and say like, oh, I must reach this standard. And sometimes you make the mistake of maybe you're just a few years into the job and you compare yourself with the CEO and like, I need to be there. And like, mm. of course, you need time. Learning is a process. So compare at maybe one level above you and say I want to get there because I want to get better mm. you know yeah. now what about if we look the other extreme mm. when um, someone has zero motivation for <laughs> perfection um, you know how, obviously that's that seems to be a problem but how can you kind of overcome that and prevent and that, and that prevent someone from reaching their optimum yeah, because I mean, motivation is something that's an inner fuel, right? If you are not motivated, then perhaps something has been imposed on you. It is something that someone asked you to do. Therefore, you have no motivation. It's all coming externally. Mm. So one of the things you can ask is, you know, how can I connect whatever I need to do, which I don't want to do, <laughs> not motivated to do, is something that's bigger than that. So like coming back to house cleaning, right? Like I don't want to do the laundry. I got mountains of laundry to do. But then I think about the bigger picture, which is if I get through this laundry, my house is going to look awesome. Mm. and my friends are going to come and we can have a great time so yeah. we need to have a more positive connection to right. it rather than the connection that we have now which is like you know this is boring to do or I, ha I have no idea why I need to do this you mm. Know? Mm. Yeah. wow I want to shout out to my friends because I've got some really great girlfriends who would come even if I didn't do my laundry and they'll probably help me <laughs> with well, it they accept they're you perfect. for who you are they're well, perfect yeah. <laughs> judging you either way <laughs> maybe maybe like my house also the same so I feel comforted no <laughs> <laughs> Also, as you get older, you realize what are some of the bigger priorities. Connecting yes. with your friends, having your friendships, yeah. relationships, those are bigger, more important matters yes, rather absolutely. than the nitty gritty details of how dirty that spot was. Yeah. Although secretly when they're there, I'll faster go and clean. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so one of the strategies to, 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 to mitigate that is also to be present in the moment. Yeah. You know, you recognize ah. that this moment that we're enjoying mm. together, all of us now, yeah. is a great moment. And in that moment, you can drop you can drop that drop need for perfection that, you know and all of that and you realise hey it's not that bad because you know perfectionists think about the past mm. oh I didn't do it last time I must be better this time right mm. yeah although having said that this was a perfect moment that's what I was going to say Charlie <laughs> what are you saying this is perfect this is getting together <laughs> alrighty thank you so much Sharon for joining us this morning You're it's welcome. been an awesome Thanks, chat Sean. catch up on facebook.com slash 1FM 91.3 The Bright Side with Carol Lavinia and Shazad every weekday morning 6 to 10am on 1FM 91.3